That's kind of funny. American Dream. Yeah, you know what? That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I think we get a topic. Whatever else comes up, we're pretty good. Like we always figure it out, you know? One thing we do, Matt, is figure it out. We figure it out fast. Nice angle. Good enough for me. Good enough for you. Right? <laughs> so eat your goddamn beet chips, sir. Those are good. <laughs> Today's podcast brought to you by Beet Chips and Starbucks Coffee. Some hummus. They make it taste weird together. Like the coffee after the beet chip oh. makes the coffee taste burnt. Basically burnt, eh? mm. Mm. I don't know why. What does burnt coffee taste like? Coffee? Then burnt. Burnt it. Burnt the coffee. I can like I, I can picture tasting burnt food, but like burnt coffee, I don't know what that would like it's well, bitter? What are, what are, what are yeah, yeah. It just I don't know. It's like coffee, but it's got it's like when you burn toast, it's got yeah. that same flavor to it. It's not good. Yeah. Well, don't eat beet chips with coffee. Why don't you drink coffee? Never got into it. I liked my teas, hot chocolates growing up. Those were kind of my go-tos as a kid. Tea? Pre, preteen, you know? You're drinking tea as a preteen? <laughs> no, maybe like hot chocolates and stuff. I went from hot chocolates to, you know, teas, maybe, yeah. Just never been a big coffee guy. I don't know, like, it's like that idea that like, I never allowed myself to, like, drink because it smelled like shit. I'm like, I'm not going to drink that. Coffee? Yeah. Really? I even loved the smell of coffee when I was a kid. Okay. So, no, I never liked the, the smell. So, okay. like, it never attracted me to it. So, I never drank it. And then, because I never drank it enough, or even, I didn't get a shot like two, three, four times. But I am uh, introducing espresso powder into my, like, protein balls. I like that. Oh, okay. That's, like, it's, and that smells kind of good. Yeah. When I smell it, I'm like, espresso. Espresso. <laughs> Soak it in, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But, like, I don't know if I, I don't think I would like an espresso. Per se, but the powder powder is good. You probably would. They're pretty good. I don't know if ta- those especially are little shots. Yeah, but it also espresso those. also is like the base for a lot of different coffees, right? It's okay. Like well, maybe, maybe there's something like I don't like beer, but like at all. But then I've tried ciders. I'm like, oh, it's actually not bad. Like it's a point to to the point where I'm not not like like fighting through it. I'm like, right. man, I can actually drink a cider. Or, like, I can see myself sitting on a balcony or a ciders porch. just taste like juice. So maybe that's why. It's like it's not a hard better taste to it yeah so i don't know never been a big coffee guy but i'll take you know caffeine for sure caffeine pills just straight up eh? just fucking the pills i don't want my caffeine in liquid form no cell form fucking fast digesting tip the jar <laughs> take at least 10 10 for workout oh man no i don't i am again dude we told you all right well, let's get into something here okay talking about your pain for the last you helped me with my pain today, by the way. My back pain. Oh, glad I could help. Man of, man of many trades. And as we just found out, man of knowing a lot about geography. Uh, yeah. What's your take on people not knowing about geography? Um, would you count that person as a dumb person? Like you? Yeah, I don't know a lot. There... I don't know a lot. Because <laughs> I, 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 I definitely I... think I'm in the, the somewhat intelligent boat. Are you... But 
about like Are you little, asking me if you're dumb? <laughs> man, am I retarded? <laughs> am I clinically retarded? I don't know. Uh, you know, but like I, there's some people that just know shit or whatever. And you're like, I don't like the Jeopardy people blow my mind. I'm like, how? I could be good at it. I'd be good on Jeopardy. I would, man. Okay, then go on. How do you know that much about such a little bit? Like, ha- you have to have some <laughs> sort of programmed biological ability to remember facts. I have I have very good uh, long-term recall. My short-term memory is not my strong suit. Like, I mean, I get, if you tell me, I'm not a fucking goldfish, if you tell me something, I can remember it in 10 minutes. But, like, my long-term memory is is quite good. So, no, but, like, I, my point being, like, I'll read a book or I'll, you know, hear a song and I'll remember the lyrics or remember the content of the book or remember, you know, when it came to geography today, for example, it's not like I study that shit. It's just like I've learned it throughout my lifetime yeah. and I can just recall it because I don't, I don't typically forget it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't do that. And there's just some I've traveled a lot too, right? That yeah. helps. So, like, I've been to a lot of these places or near a lot of these places. So, you learn about them. And then when I would travel places, like, I would do my best to learn about the culture and the people there and, and take something home with me rather than, yeah, like, so we've talked about it before. Do that, I'm not like much. a, I'm not a, a fucking, uh, like, all inclusive vacation guy. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd go on one. Yeah. But um, I would much rather go somewhere where I can do my own thing and kind of, you know, see a city. See yeah. a different culture, live in a city, live in a different culture for a week or two weeks or a month or whatever it is. Because yeah. to me, that's more exhilarating. It's more exciting. Like, it's more exciting to immerse yourself in something different and learn a little bit about somewhere else. Because you know, this world's a pretty vast place. And, and it's vast. There's, you know, there's some places that I've been to where, you know, after a few weeks there, it's like you don't want to leave because it's just so cool. It's so different from what you yeah. experience on a daily basis. It's a shock. But yeah, I, I think that's all it is. I just, uh, but like, there's a big difference of, you know, like I, I go down to the States, like we were down to the States a few times a year and I'm not knocking America. I love American people, but like on average, and I know this is going to be a sweeping generalization I like those, but I know quite a few Americans who probably agree with this. Americans typically don't know shit about shit that happens beyond their own. Yeah. Borders. Yeah. You hear that they don't, man. It's like the fucking world stops. I remember on the East coast and then the West coast yeah. and it, like, you know, like, I can't tell you how many Americans that I, I have met throughout my travels in the States that genuinely don't even know where the fuck Canada is. Yeah. Like, they know it's close by. They know it's somewhere around the vicinity of America, but they don't, it, it's just because they don't give a fuck. It's not because they're not smart enough to know. That's what I mean. That's they just don't give a fuck. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I want Canada somewhere. Like, I think it's north. I think, you know, like, but they don't know. Like, name a few states that border Canada. Like, fuck, if they live in, like, Kentucky, they don't know, man. They don't know that, you know, we border Michigan and New York and we border Maine. Like, they have, they have no like, they have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea because it's like, my, that doesn't that doesn't concern me. Mm-hmm. You know, I met a girl in Myrtle Beach and yeah. cutie. She's a cutie, for sure. Um, and we started talking, I guess, once we got back home, we were still talking a little bit. And... Yeah, she's like, like where, where are you from? I'm like, Toronto. She's like, I don't, never, I don't know. Like, what's, what's Toronto? And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, this, this can't continue. Not, not, about, like, not about, like, where's Toronto. Like, yeah, what? what's like, Toronto? Like, you never heard of Toronto? Yeah. I was like, whoa. Like, she was 17 at the time. You know, I would have just I was, lied. I, I just was much younger. I just would have lied. I would have lied. What? I would just lie and made up a story about what Toronto is. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I probably fabricated like English. It is a it's a space station that's only inhabited by Native Americans, <laughs> and uh, all we eat are berries. That's it. That's, but, you're, but you're not Native American, Brandon. <laughs> but I am. But I am. What's a Native American? <laughs> not like. But that's what I mean. Like, so if you're like that, if, if that's the question that you're kind of posing, like, yeah. I think I think that's just sheer ignorance. I do. So I'm ignorant. No, no. But I think if you are like if that kind of American philosophy of like we are the center of the universe. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I don't want to offend America. I don't give a fuck if I do, but yeah. I don't want, that's my intention attitude. is, that's the no, I, I, I genuinely don't give a fuck if I no, offend somebody, but like I, but they'll probably admit I, it I'm not, I'm not saying this with the intention of offending any American yeah. people because there, there, there are millions and millions upon millions of American people who are incredibly smart and who are incredibly educated and knowledgeable and and are very open-minded people. But there's the vast majority of the country does not know anything about what happens outside its own borders. Like, yeah. you go down to the States, like, the news is just literally, like, 24-7 of, like, the dumb shit that Trump is tweeting. Or, you know, but, but there's nothing global. Or it's, like, at the ticker on the bottom. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, you know, bomb kills 30 people in Bangladesh. But, like, you're not, like, no one talks about it. Like, that's just the ticker going underneath, you know, the fact that Trump had toilet paper on his fucking shoes stepping into an airplane. Like, it's, it's, like, it's just nonsense, yeah. right? And, like, and because of all the, because of the coverage. And what the was Trump doing coverage, in the washers? question now. But, like, it's, it, like, the country, it, it just feels, like, I spent a great deal of time in the States throughout my life. And it's, like, it just feels, it feels more divided now than it ever has been. That I've, I mean, from from my standpoint, as you know, somebody who's not American, going down there and just listening, because I have no stock in, yeah, yeah. you know, the, what side of, of you know, political line you're on in the states, and you just, I'll talk to anybody, and no matter how batshit crazy their theories are, like I'll sit there and listen just for sheer entertainment value yeah. for the most part. But like, it just seems like so divided, like. Have you ever come across anybody in Canada, like in your entire life? Have you been yeah. like, have you ever met somebody who was like, "Fuck him, he's a liberal." Like that, that shit just doesn't happen yeah. in Canada. Like you have intellectual conversations with somebody about it. You might disagree with their political standpoint or their views or whatever, but like nobody, I've never met anybody who would say like, "Fuck that person," or "I don't like that person," or "I don't want my kids playing with that person's kids because they voted PC." Yeah. Like what? Like that's fucking weird. It's crazy, it's man. World, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's so violently divided that it's just it's yeah. bizarre. But I do think that any like yeah, if you are not willing to educate yourself on what occurs beyond your fucking immediate vicinity, mm -hmm. then yeah, you're you're ignorant. Yeah. Well, here's my point of view on that. Like I don't listen to the news at all because like it's basically basically all negative programming. Right, I'm not listening to the news. I'm not getting like there's a majority. I'm just like hearing that's like making me feel worse about situations, making me kind of feel like on yeah. edge. Because again, that's what the news does, man. That they're gonna promote it's fucking fear mongering, right? Like yeah. they do, man. It's, yeah. Like everyone's like, holy fuck, and they get scared, they get freaked out, and they're like, I'm not eating this, I'm not doing that. Like yeah. all that you hear about the murders there and the shootings there, and it's like yep. you don't feel better about yourself, and you don't really learn anything that's useful to me. You know, like other than the political sense, you know, like you might hear a couple things, you're like, oh, this side of things is going on, and it's your own country, and you should have some understanding of what's going on, and, you know, and what you want to change with your country, for sure. Yeah. But majority, man, is just bullshit to me. And I'm like, why would I get up? And I, I hear people that watch the news, and they get up, like, they're not having positive conversations. They're not, like, talking about how to, like, live a more optimal, self-fulfilling life. 
is about the news. Mm. It's about that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, where or uh, what line should should I watch the news and be like into politics, know what's going on? When real realistically, it hasn't affected me in any realm. You know, like I live in a happy, healthy, satisfying, fulfilling life yeah. by not engaging with those things. And those things aren't just in those moments, those five, ten minutes you're watching the news. Like the conversation is afterwards. It might make you feel less productive, less motivated to get out and do something. Like why not? If I took the ten minutes. It wasn't listening to news, and I switched that over to listen to, say, a podcast on self-optimization, Jordan Peterson, Rogan, Jocko, and David Goggins. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm going to go out for, out for a run and fucking smash some hills for an hour. Compared yeah. to listening to news and being like, oh, fuck, you hear about the The world's again? gone to hell, yeah. Like, no, like it. people yeah. have to understand, like, that shit affects you. Like, there's a lot of connection going on between what you're seeing and what you're taking in your environment, the content that you're viewing. And how it fucks up your neurological, you know, understanding. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I think people should be a little bit more conscious of it. And if you feel like you're always watching the news and you're not being productive, be like, well, there's a consistent contingency with that. Maybe there's yep. some, something that, some sort of connection. That's not going to be the be-all, end-all, but it could be something. I know for me, like, I just don't allow myself to, like I said, we were talking about earlier. I wake up in the morning, breakfast, I listen to something good. I listen to something productive that's going to get me driven, ambitious, Focus on my goals. Yep. And I go out and do it. Like, I, w- I can't sit there and listen to the news and, like, it's going to demotivate me. No, it is It is programming. Like, you're right. It's yeah. psychological programming. Whatever you put into your brain, it's like, oh, it's like the food you put into your body, right? Like, that's the best way to kind of turn it into an analogy. It's, it's the same thing. Like, if you are only – now, I am not – and I will preface this by saying I am not a believer that, you know, artists, for example, should be blamed for violent action because their lyrical content is violent or their movies are violent or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe that listening to music makes you go out and hurt people. Um, but having said that, you know, if all you watch on TV are crime shows, for example, that's going to fuck your head up after a little while. That's going to change the way you think. It's going to change. And, and for better or worse, I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying that, you know, you have to be aware that if you're watching just documentaries on fucking serial killers and all you watch on TV are criminal dramas or, you know, like that affects your thinking. Yeah. Those aren't, it's not going to promote any, to promote any type of positive growth. Yeah. It's sheer entertainment, but it also has an effect on the way that you think and the way that you yeah. see the world. And it, it, I truly believe that it can make you, I don't think it's going to make you violent if you're not violent or more aggressive, but I think it can darken your psychological lands, yeah. landscape dramatically if you're, if you're not careful. So I think, yeah. The, that's, the, that's why there's a fine line between like knowing all about, you know, country and these small things from like, yeah, it's, I guess it's good to know what the fuck the capital of you know, Ontario is like, yeah, it's, it's good, right? It, it's healthy to know that. Capital of Canada, all that fun stuff, right? <laughs> right? But the, at the end of the, <laughs> that was just great pot. But, but at the end of the day, all these things, like, I'm talking, we're talking about like other specific provinces and small cities and small, you know, right. you know right. state capitals and so that in the states. And so, yeah, it's cool to know that, but it's not really fucking helping me out. It's, it's not doing anything other than being like, hey, look what I know. Or like it's good. It's good that you're educated on. It. Like it is. It's like I'm. I'm impressed when I hear it. I'm like, hey man, I, I can appreciate when someone knows that. When you're doing that, I'm like, I appreciate that. Like that's cool that he knows all that. Do I, am I like, man? Like I wish I fucking knew all. That. I'm like, no, I probably don't. I don't care that much. No, but you know what? You like know? it's. So when when I mean I know the the world map fairly well. Yeah. I can certainly tell you. You know, I don't. I'm not claiming I could point to every country and name it, but I could probably do a damn good job with it. 
And so to me, when I'm listening to a story or somebody's from another place or I'm speaking to somebody or, or even, you know, reading something in a book, I like to be able to have that visual image of where that sure. is in the world. Yeah. You know, like it, to me, it just kind of promotes promotes my creative thinking process when I, Which is know, nice. I like it. And again, I've been to a lot that. of those places. Yeah. Right? Like I've, I've traveled a lot. So like I, I, I've been to a lot of the corners of this world. Yeah. And, and so like I have a, a better understanding of it. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got a few minutes left. So let's talk about uh, the American dream quickly. You know, because uh, what chasing money? Yeah, yeah. Because like I've I've had some conversations recently with some people about this, and yep. it's uh, it's always a funny, funny debate and conversation to have, right? Because we all get that having a certain level of income is going to make you make life a little easier. Like right. you can't you can't debate being like, well, I have forty thousand dollars compared to making eighty thousand dollars. Like, well, if you're smart with your money and you're intelligent with how you spend it and where you spend it and how you invest it, like it's just gonna make your life easier. It's gonna reduce financial stress, it's gonna reduce personal stress, it's gonna allow you to get away, do things you wanna do on uh-huh. your own time. So like there's that, and then you have other people that are like, Man, I just wanna make money. Like, I, I don't wanna be a millionaire. And you're like, Okay, like well, why do you wanna be a millionaire? Like are, are is that getting in the way of other aspects of your life? You know, and that I, I think a lot of people don't ask the proper. I used to be like that. I used to be like, hey man, I want to make a lot of money. I want to be super successful with business. You know, I didn't know what the fuck I want to do. I was like, I just want to be a successful business guy, and I want to have a lot of money. And so like a status, status and power. But then it comes to a point that you, you're chasing that, and it's rather unfulfilling because you're usually with that you neglect a lot of areas of your life that are important to you. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just fascinating when I'm going back and forth and in with people and they're so hung up on making more and more Money. and more they're yeah. like but they're like you don't understand like, i'm fucking happy doing that and i'm like i get right now you might be happy doing it and they're like you know you can go out you're like well i'll make a lot of money i have to spend it man like i like my life brand i'm like i get that man. like right now you could fucking like like your life I'm not saying change that but be self-aware enough to know like this isn't going to last you buying new shit and having a fun time and partying and having sex and doing all that shit with your girl can't be fun for the next four years five years but there's going to come a point, man, when, you, when you're neglecting your body, you're neglecting your emotional state, you're neglecting your mental state, and you're like, fuck, man, like these things I should have rectified when I was able to, when I was healthy and stimulated and engaged and had more like um, energy to actually make those things productive in the, in the short term as well. Like These things compound, man, it's a lot harder at 35 and 40 to get in shape than it is at 30, right? And it, it just keeps going. It's a lot harder or a lot easier when to lose weight now than to lose weight 40 pounds heavier. You know, there's so many elements that are, that are moving around on this subject. And I'm like, I get you can say, like, right now you're having fun making money and doing this. All you care about. I get that. And you might say, well, Brent, I'm happy now. But just take the time to think five years from now, what am I neglecting today that could affect me three, five, ten years down the road? That's where I'm at. I think uh, the bigger question and the bigger tragedy often is... Well, first of all, I think that success does not necessarily equal happiness, right? Just no, because you're successful no. at something, does I feel not like mean happiness happy. equals success. Yeah, I, you know. Podcast over. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I. Success doesn't equal happiness, right? And I think that it's kind of like the old adage, right? Like where. There, well, there was a saying when I was, because uh, you know I play music, I would yeah. also play. I also play high level sports. So uh, there was a saying that I'd heard from both sides, where it was every athlete wants to be a rock star, and every rock yeah, star right. wants to be an athlete, right? And I think that goes like that. You know, you can apply that to every walk of life. And 
So if you dedicate all of your time and focus through your youngest, productive, most energetic years yeah. to making money, and I'm not saying that some, some people might be very happy doing that, but what I've seen many, many times is somebody who is so incredibly driven. I was having a conversation with somebody, I won't name the name, but it was probably eight months ago, mm-hmm. right? And this guy was in his early 60s. Yeah. And he was telling me, his three adult kids, he was telling me how much he regretted his years. Now, he was with a corporate giant. Like the company that he worked for was one of the biggest companies in Canada. And he was on the fast track to, you know, success and promotion within that company. But he would work six days a week. He would oftentimes be up before his kids were. He would be in bed before his kids were. Or he would be, sorry, home after his kids were in bed. And he very rarely ever made it to a soccer game, a baseball game, a hockey game. Basically, he was absent. He said like he would barely see his kids for 12, 15 years, Mm -hmm. right? From the time the oldest one was born to the time the youngest one was like seven or eight. And he finally got promoted to like this senior level position where he was making just a truckload of cash. And was able to kind of adjust his schedule to be at mm-hmm. home a little bit more. And that allowed him that freedom. But all those formative years that his children had, all those years where his children were literally growing up. And I don't even see my kids as much as I'd like to. But like to feel like you literally missed the entire childhood. Insane. And then you look back after that 15 years and you're like, yep, I got a bank account to show for it. And that's something. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's something. But if you look at it and you think, I've worked six days a week, I've worked my ass off, 12-hour days. Other than this, and I'm not taking anything away from the accomplishment, but other than this job, what do I have? Mm -hmm. What do I have to show for this at this moment? I got a job. I got a title. Probably got a few more letters beside my name. But I miss my kids growing up. My wife hates me because I haven't been home for 15 years. I've lost contact with most of my friends because I've never had time to even go out for a beer. And this was before the days where you could, you know, contact them 15 goddamn different ways over your cell phone. Yeah. But I haven't, you know, I haven't tried running a race. I haven't tried going, whatever, go fucking sailing. I haven't traveled to Europe with my family. Like you've missed out on all of that. Yeah. And even when you have those moments, say you do have those moments, you're so stressed about work and you're so stressed about being away. I, and I honestly think, man, if you're like someone who's like, man, I just want to make money and you flaunt that success and like, I've made this much money in the last five months, you're a fucking loser for one, okay? Straight up. Yeah. And it's come from an insecure standpoint. Like you're insecure. Absolutely. If this is a base of your of your achievement, how yeah. much money I made, I'm like, bro, yeah. like that is so fucking weak, man. Weak yeah. minded. It's like, I, I'm happy you made money, man. Like, do you. Yeah. Like, that's like that, that, that's like that promotes your happiness and that you tell people about. And that it's just an insecurity at the end of the day, man. You if that becomes, people, you know, if that becomes your defining characteristic, yeah. that's tragic. Yeah. And people, and I, I, and I talk to these people, man, and you listen to their story, man, and it's about other people in their family, other friends that are doing well, and they look down at them. So I need to fucking become this, and I need to do that. So I can fuck them. It's like, yeah, bro, you are missing the point of life, man. And that's a deep question. Like, what's the whole meaning of life? But if that's what you're going for on other people and you're comparing yourself, your situation to their situation, man, like we got you, Jules. Um, you're fucked. Like that it's it's from a pure state of insecurity, man, that you gotta rectify, figure your life out, man. Get yep. back on a deeper internal level of self-satisfaction, man. 
quit trying to big dick everyone and say that I have this much money. He's like, bro, I don't care. You don't care, actually. You say you do, but you're going home fucking lonely and empty, and you're chasing something that's never going to get there. So it's yep. just, what the fuck's the point? Yeah. I agree. On to the next. Bro tip? You got a bro tip? <laughs> What's a bro tip? Give one. Do you have one? Uh, I hadn't thought of one. But um, every day can't be arm day. Yes. Yes, it can. Unless you're Brandon Ranker. <laughs> I actually never do arms. Well, I do Tabata yeah. arms, but yeah. Every yeah. day cannot be arm day. There was I was reading a recent poll where they polled uh, women and they asked what they find most attractive yeah. on men. Like and they, they showed like you know, legs, butt, back, chest, yeah. arms, face, whatever. Arms, not very high, man. I think no. it was like second last. What was it at the top? Uh, back was higher than arms. Back was up at the top. Like they, women said they like a man with like a broad back. Yeah, broad yep. back. Broad back. <laughs> and, uh, and legs. Legs were second or third. Legs were second or third, man. Yeah, yeah. good. Like Height that. was uh, up there as well. Like you had to be like as long as you weren't like 5'2". Yeah. You're, you're doing all right. Have you seen, have you seen the video of the barstool guy? Have you seen <laughs> no. the video of the guy freaking out? He's like five feet, legit five feet. Yeah. He's in a he's in a, a restaurant or he's getting like coffee or some shit. And he turns around. And he has this like huge Napoleon moment, right? He turns around. And he's like, "Hey, lady, you think it's fair for people on the internet to call me fucking short and I'm five feet tall?" She's like, "No one said you're five feet tall here." And he's like, he's always had some shit in the past yeah. where someone's <laughs> called him short. Yeah. And that moment, whatever, it broke him. Right, so he's just going off. He's like, "You're not my dad. You're not my boss. You can't tell me what to do." But you're I like, could be a little guy. <laughs> you're like, "Holy <laughs> shit, bro!" And now he's viral everywhere. It's fucking hilarious. So yeah, other than that, man, don't yeah, don't be five every two, day. Five two and every day can't be leg day. Apparently, according to women, they like legs more than arms. So I agree to that. Yeah. Like I can see that. Don't be a tree with no roots. Root. Work your legs. <laughs> We're done every day. <laughs>